Hey, 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 hold on, hold on. Gather around, everybody. Listen up. I got a story to tell. Tell, tell. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm your host, Rico Lane, and thank you for checking in to the Blessed Money Podcast, where we help you build your relationship with Christ by sharing blessings and testimonies on Bible scriptures that is manifested in everyday people's lives like yourself. If you have ever found a Bible difficult to understand, struggle with your faith, or simply wonder why Christians believe the way that they do, then this podcast is definitely for you. I believe that if we can show you that the Bible is made real in our personal lives today, even though it was written so many years ago by so many different authors, then you just may change the way you view the Bible. It may even spark your curiosity on the Bible or Christ, and I know without a doubt, if you seek Christ, you will find him. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And oh yeah, don't forget, be a blessing and share your testimony. Heavenly Father, we come to you in the wonderful and powerful name of Jesus. I thank you for an opportunity for me to be used by you, Lord. I thank you for an opportunity to be a vessel to share your word. I pray that as I discuss your word, that it is all you and none of me. I also pray that the listeners' ears, their eyes, their hearts, and their minds are open so that they hear the truth, they know the truth, and they understand the truth. And anything that may not be the truth, I pray that you take it away from their memory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Hey, what's going on, Blessedimony family? Thank you for checking in to another Blessedimony podcast. I really appreciate everybody who continue to listen to the show. Today's show, I believe, is a very important one, especially for people who have ever dealt with low self-esteem. Anybody who felt like God made a mistake when they made them or they think less of themselves, anybody who felt suicidal, I want you to hear me and I want y'all to understand this one thing. Uh, God doesn't make any mistakes. He knows exactly what he's doing. He is a perfect, almighty God. It is us as people who make mistakes. And sometimes we have to deal with the consequences of those mistakes. Sometimes we have to deal with the consequences of our sin. And it can put us in a position where we feel like there's no way out. Or we feel like we're not as good as somebody else. Or we feel like we can't get right or whatever. But the beauty of it is is that our God is a redeemer as well. And if you just humble yourself, if you repent and you come to the Lord, then you will, regardless of what's going on, you will learn to experience a joy like no other, a high like no other. And you will realize that God made you for a purpose. God knew what he was doing when he made you the way that he made you. And To the world, it may seem like it's a mistake. To the world, it may seem like it's a flaw. To the world, it may seem like whatever the case may be. But to God, he knows exactly what he's doing. And everything that he does, it goes back to good. So I just want to encourage you to remember that. Whenever you have thoughts in your head, whenever you start feeling like I'm not good enough, 
Man, you got to understand the God that we serve. You got to understand how powerful he is. You got to understand that this is the same God who tell the ocean how far to go, who tell mountains how high to grow, how 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 high trees are supposed to grow, how who keeps us at a certain distance from the sun so it doesn't burn our planet up, who keeps us orbiting on what seems like nothing, right? It's 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 crazy to just think about all the things that God has done and then we look at ourselves and feel like he made some type of mistake. Well, my guest today, I really enjoy talking to her. I really enjoy her testimony because she hits on some of these key points. And not only that, she's also the co-host of God Spot. So we, we are continuing on with our guest from the God Spot podcast. And if I'm being honest with you, man, what they're doing over there at the God Spot, I, I really enjoy it. I like it. And I highly encourage you to check out their podcast as well. But in addition to their podcast, they have the uh, Elevated Faith uh, Facebook page. And on that page, you got videos, worship songs. You get to fellowship with other believers. Um, they even have a Bible study that if you uh, send them your email, they'll let you join in. I think through like video teleconference. I'm going to probably do the uh, one next week if I, pending, God willing, pending nothing else gets in the way. Right now, it's kind of crazy with me being in the military and teleworking with the whole coronavirus thing and trying to keep my programs up. But they have a lot of good resources for Christians over there, just like we do on the Blessedimony app. And so I just think it's important for us to surround ourselves by other believers, surround ourselves for, uh, for with other people who, who can build us up, who can encourage us, who can help us during those times when we start feeling like God maybe made a mistake on us or during those times when we feel like, man, I'm just, I'm just not as pretty as somebody else, or I'm not as talented as somebody else. It is all a lie from the enemy. So I encourage you to pay close attention to this podcast. And if you find any value in it, you know, head over to blessimony.com or download the app and continue the conversation. If you have Anchor Podcast, leave me a voice message and I'll probably air it on one of the shows. But I am really interested to see what people are thinking and what they're and how and what they're and if this show is actually helping them. Because at the end of the day, that's what we do it for. We do it because one, God told us to do it. He told us to go out and make more disciples. But then also, too, we do it so we can encourage others and build people up. And both God Spot and the Blessed Money Podcast is a great resource for that. And so I just would like to hear if you're actually gaining value from it. But again, if you ever had low self-esteem, if you ever felt down, this is the episode you want to listen to because God knows what he's doing when he made us. And... I just want to encourage you to not allow the enemy to lie to you anymore. More, more. So real quick, you know, when we was talking about the logistics before we kind of got started, you know, we were talking about how, you know, this is like our mission field doing the podcast and thing and sharing the word. Mm. So just real quick, just kind of just share what made, what made you uh, want to share God's word the way that you do. Because like we was talking about a lot of people, they'll depend on the pastor or they'll go to church and they don't even read mm -hmm. it for themselves and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. and, and we know that we are all called to be disciples. So what right. kind of led you down right. this path of right. discipleship? 
I'm glad you asked that, Rico, because um, that's exactly that. I know that I've been called to a missions field and um, I'm not in a financial state to actually go into the field the way I want to go. And so um, this, the elevated faith is what started this whole thing. You know, I was scrolling, you know, I was on my Facebook and I was scrolling through and I'm just seeing, you know, just the stuff, you know, I, and, and I, I tested um, I tested something to see if it was really true. So anytime it's, it felt like anytime I would post silly stuff or, you know, just stuff that didn't make nonsense, you know, didn't make sense or, you know, just nothing, nothing good. I would get response. I would get mm -hmm. high response, yeah. but the moment I, but it seemed like anytime I would come in and then, you know, like, Hey, here's scripture. This is what the Lord is saying. You know, this is what the Lord spoke to me today or, you know, or even something as simple as, you know, a worship video, it would be like cricket. I was like, oh, okay, all right. So I, I get you. So I'm not about posting the foolishness anymore. I can't, you know? And so I was just like, I, so I just kind of start, started seeking the Lord. I was like, hey, what? how can I change this? How, how can I just play my part and play my role in getting your word out there? And that's when he came up with, he said, use your social media. I was like, okay. And so through some other, you know, through some other channels, me and my husband and just a group, just kind of praying through as far as the name and that kind of thing, that's kind of where the elevated faith came in. And at the time we, um, I had some, a very close friend who was going through some things with his son. And, um, based off of that, um, is where the elevated faith came from because anytime I hear a testimony of somebody coming through something and knowing that God brought them through that, that elevates my faith in God. I was like, that's it. Elevated faith. When somebody says I was in this place, but I prayed and, you know, we got together and my faith was here and I know that God was with me and I'm now over here. He delivered me. He healed me. He saved me. Whatever it was, that elevates my faith. Yeah. I was like, that's it. That's it. Elevated yeah. faith. Yeah. Man, you know? I, I hear so many similarities <laughs> too, uh, and your story and, and in my story. Uh, because so one, I'm I, I suck at social media. I kind of told you that already. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but I, I would notice, I would see on social media like all the crazy stuff, get all the hits, or somebody dressing provocative and get all the likes and all this kind of stuff. And so for me, God just led me to a direction of we need a social media for Christians. You know, like yes. a lot of the Facebook groups that I'm a part of that say they're Christian groups, it's a lot of people on there who's not Christian. Yeah. And then I also got also put it on my heart to have a, a, a vessel to where people can ask the tough questions. People can come and yes. learn about Christ without feeling judged. And so like you go to church and your pastor will say something. And if you disagree with it, you can't really say nothing or you can't interrupt the pastor and be like, Hey pastor, I don't understand. Can you yeah. tell me? You know? And so, and so I, God just gave me this vision of just having, that's what bless him on the came from. So, Outside of the podcast on the on the actual app, it, the whole point of it, so you can have electronic small groups, so you can connect with each other. So if, if you if you go to a church and your pastor's on there, you can lead a pastor messages and he can get back to you whenever. But it's just like a community of us to be able to gather together as believers, and then people who don't believe, they can kind of come on and see why believers believe yes, the way they do. Yes, it's not, so, it's not exclusive. It's not exclusive. You get me? Yeah. And that's, I think that was one of the things, like, and I, you know, I genuinely, in our, in our Facebook, 
book group. I don't, you know, I we don't promote any, you know, I, I've had people on there that are, are of all faith and they've, they're hanging out and, you know, if they, I post something, they like it, hey, they like it. If they don't, they don't say anything, but they're not disrespectful. Nobody is trying to say, you know, oh, this is better than the other. It's it's none of that. We've even done a live, ep, you know, a live um uh, episode, you know, where we were just like, hey guys, we're here just to answer some questions. We may not have all the correct answers, but we're going to look it up for you. We got the word of the Lord. Yeah. We're going to look it up for you, you know, and that actually, you know, probably like midway through, we got some tough questions and we're like, okay, you know what? We, we gonna, we gonna go there. Here's some scripture for you. But that was awesome because then people were like, oh, wow. You know, people want to know, that, you know, I'm not putting pastors down because I love my pastor at my church. I do. I, I really do. But in, in outside of that, like you said, on a Sunday, people want to connect with real people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. OK, yeah. what have they been through? You don't you know, don't tell me that you I want to be able to see it. And so most of the people that are in the group and a lot of them that aren't, you know, we're transparent and we say, hey, we don't know everything, but we're out here. We're in this together. And. You know, we're gonna work it out. We're gonna work that out together. So, hey, that's that's amazing. And I think we, I, I actually just did a sermon on that about how it was it was called like uh, I can't even remember what I called it, but basically I was I was talking about how the great commandment, how we were to love God, and then but just yes. this is important to love others. And so I was keying on that love others piece, and I was like, how can we love each other we don't even know each other we got to start connecting right? outside of church exactly so, exactly so I definitely did that so and as- it's not always easy you know and and even right now you know with the way things are like we're not able to have services anymore now at right now currently yeah. you know so everything now is going to online so we have to connect yeah. you know we got to connect some kind of way definitely you know we definitely so, do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah yeah like what you hear so far this podcast is made possible by listeners just like you You can support the show by purchasing a copy of the Blessed Money book or apparel on Amazon.com. The proceeds help us to continue to deliver the Blessed Money ministry. You can continue the conversation on blessedmoney.com or on the Blessed Money app, available on both Apple and Google's Play Store. We would love to hear your thoughts on the show or your testimony on today's scripture. Thank you for your support, and now back to the show. show. Okay, so you know how the show goes. Um, we take a scripture, we explain what that scripture means, and then we we hear we uh, hear that testimony. And today's scripture, I'm not gonna lie, I'm excited for it because uh, especially as we talk about social media and how people how people just glorify these Instagram models and try to get the likes and all this other kind of stuff, and it mm-hmm. can lead people into like self doubt, self depression, and, and looking at themselves the wrong way. And so. Uh, Psalms 139, uh, 14 through 15, it, it keys yes. in on that. And I'm so excited to kind of hear your testimony, hear your explanation okay. on it. I have a couple of my thoughts, so we'll kind of bounce those back and forth <laughs> and then we'll hop into right. it. So do, do you want to do the honors of reading the scripture or do you want me to do it? Go for it, Rico. You do it. <laughs> All right. So Psalms 139, 14 through 15. I'm in the King James version, mainly All for, right. uh, for uh, copyright purposes. <laughs> But uh, here we go. (laughs) I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my Mm -hmm. soul knoweth right well. My substance Mm -hmm. was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Yes. All right. Song straight from David. What are you talking about there? All right. Um, 
You want me to, what are you talking about? Look, he's saying in that part, God knows us very, very well. And that's just putting it lightly. (laughs) I'm saying he knows our DNA. He knows every single part of us. He knows it. He made us. He created us. The downfall is that we don't know it. See, we kind of, and especially when we are, when we grow up and we get damaged along the way and we lose our identity and we don't know our identity or there's no one there to tell us who, whom we should look to for our identity. You get me? Mm-hmm. And so this, this one is a good one for me because I didn't, I didn't understand this until late, late adulthood into probably my late. 30, no, early 40s, coming into my mid 40s. Mm. And so this says, I will pray, I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully named. Because what is it that God has created that isn't wonderful, marvelous, and majestic? Everything and everything. I mean, even as something as simple as we look at the sunset, every day it's different. It's never the same. And that's something that God created. You know, and so everything that he makes is wonderful. It's marvelous. But we don't appreciate we, we you know, until we come into like I, I'm in we're, me and my husband were deep into inner healing and deliverance and those kind of things. And until we understand that and, and then set free from our own stuff, we can't grasp what this truly means. Yeah. We don't we don't know and we can't comprehend that, you know. And so I think from that, um, where um, David even says, my frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret. Um, uh, sorry, I was looking at something else. Okay. Um, sometimes, you know, we think, we think, you know, was God there? Did Does God know me? Does God understand what I'm going through? Did Was he there when, you know, this took place? Was he? Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. He is right there. And that's how I know that's my reassurance that God is the God that he says he is because I'm here right now today when I shouldn't be here today because of all the, a lot of the stuff that I experienced in my life, I shouldn't, you know, I shouldn't even be sitting here, but, but God only because of the Lord. That's it. That's all I can say on, on, you know? Yeah. Amen. (laughs) But you said something that, um, you said something that made me remember uh, a post I actually did yesterday. So I'm riding to work, right? And I mm-hmm. I just glanced through my rearview mirror and I see a rainbow. And um and so then I'm driving again and I try to look and see it again, but I couldn't see it. And so like all the like buildings and different trees and different stuff was like blocking it and I couldn't see it. So I get to a light, I'm looking for it, I'm looking for it, I can't see the rainbow. And then I turn and then I turn back around and it's like off in front of me to I see the rainbow again in front of me right and so God just I just felt this in my spirit it was like God was just like remember my promises and even like when when especially like now with the coronavirus and people dying and all kind of stuff like just remember my promises even though even though it may seem like I'm not there even though the things in the world may get in the way and block it and view it or whatever I'm still there I'm right here with you and so uh you you just reminded me of that so I I definitely had to share that post or whatever because you know that's what God showed me but yeah in this psalms I really love the psalms because because David, you can tell David is a man who knows God you can tell he, and, and he and he prays him and he and he knows 
I mean, it, it's just amazing just some of the stuff he says if you read the uh, whole ch uh, thing of 139. But in this particular thing, um, one thing I want to uh, bring up is that very first, it says, I will praise thee. And see, a lot of times, you know, people kind of hear this verse and they say, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made and it's all about me. And I, and I think there is, it's a mixture of both, right? Because, but first and foremost, it's, it's you know, we got to know the God we serve. We got to know the God who, you know, especially out here in like California. It's so beautiful in California. Sometimes I'll be riding to work and just see the palm trees and the ocean and the sunrise. And I'm just Isn't like, it man, it's, it's, it's so, it's so beautiful. <laughs> but just, but, but just imagine like what it took to create a human being, just our eye alone, the nerves and all the things in our eye alone. And so God right? is a marvelous and wonderful God. So first and foremost, I'm nothing without God. So I'm going to get a That's praise right. up to him. But then there's the right. other side too, where it's like anytime somebody feeling low self-esteem or feeling suicidal uh, or feeling like, oh, well, God made a mistake when he made me. God don't make no mistakes. God made God you for a purpose. Yeah. God made you, you know, he, 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 well, I think it say uh, later on in the verse, say he knit him in the wound and that kind of stuff. Yes, he, he did. He put yeah. us together. And so I just like, I, I love this verse because one, it gives the praises first to God for who he is. But then it, then it just reminds us is that we're important to him. He he took his time to make us differently. You know, like a lot of people think we're like animals, right? And so a lion, when a lion hit a gazelle or, or whatever animal mm. hunts, that lion ain't feeling no remorse by it, ain't feeling sad no. by it. He's just mm -hmm. trying to eat. Us as humans, we'll see that and be like, oh my gosh, the poor gazelle <laughs> and this and that. That's God in us. We're made in his image. That's, That's that conscious in, yes. in us. Animals don't think like that. God took the time to make no. us different. That's why we had a conscious. So I love it. So let's, I ain't going to drag it out. Let's hop into it. Let's hear your testimony on this scripture. How has this manifested in your life? All right. So um, I'm not going to go into the whole deep, 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 deep stuff, but um when I was, um, I was raised by my mom and a stepdad and um, in a very um, abusive home. Um, he was an alcoholic. And so he was verbally abusive to my mother and myself. And that's kind of like how I grew up. That's, you know, what I knew. So needless to say, coming out of that, I grew up in, a, I grew up very with low self-esteem. I didn't think highly of myself. I just, nothing, you know, um, going into elementary school, high school, uh, junior high school, I no self-esteem whatsoever because, you know, I was always told I was less than. I was always told that I'm nothing. I would, you know, so these are the, you know, these words that I grew up with constantly all the time. And so, um, I, you know, I didn't like my freckles. I got teased about my freckles. I got teased about my name. I got teased about, you know, my complexion. I got everything. And it just, I, you know, I was just like, I'm nothing. So it means, you know, whatever. So I grew up with that. Mm -hmm. And so when I got in high school, um, I got rebellious, you know, and so I left home and I, I ran away, you know, kind of ran away, went to my, my sister got me and then just, you know, went with her. And I was just on this road of just, you know, there, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. I, you know, just whatever, not thinking, not, and I'm didn't have the Lord because nobody talked to me about God. Nobody, you know, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know who God is. I don't understand, you know, nothing. I remember going to a vacation Bible school um, when we used to have VBS, a lot of churches, like one time with a neighborhood friend, and that's when I was younger. And that was the only time I ever stepped foot in a church. And that was without my mother, without, you know, nobody. So I didn't, nothing. 
So when I, um, about the age of about 17 to 18 years old, I went and lived with my dad and then his wife. Um, she was, you know, very, you know, very spiritual, very religious. And so we would go to church on Sunday, Baptist church. So we were in Sunday, Wednesdays, you know, so we were in it. And yeah, exactly. And so I remember at that time, that was the first time that I gave my life to Christ. I accepted Christ, but even then nobody told me why it still wasn't explained to me in detail like why it was just something you know come on up to the altar you know and give your life to christ and blah 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 and i was like oh okay you know so i did it but still not understanding the full fullness of what that meant and how that could transform my life you know and so Long story short, so I have a, a niece and nephew, um, and they're, you know, in Church of God in Christ, and I've, you know, um, kind of served in that and stepped into that for a while and was like, you know, the Lord is here and experienced the Holy Ghost, you know, the whole thing. But still, never having that relationship, never understanding what a relationship with Christ really meant. And so, but yet I still bear, even though at that time I would, you know, go to church on Sundays and do these things. I still didn't have self-confidence. I didn't have, you know, like, hey, this is who I am in Christ and I'm good. You know, I'm a child of God and I'm an heir, you know, still never carried myself in that way. And it just, you know, was still empty. It was still empty. And I, you know, still had a lot of things from my past that I carried and just, you know, just feel my life still not good, still not in a good place. And so, um, my husband that I met, um, we, he and I had met a long, like in a while ago. And then I came back to California and then he and I got back together. We got, we got married in 98. And when we moved to the high desert, um, we decided, he's like, it's time for us, you know, let's find a church together. And at that time I was just so, nope, you ain't gonna tell me what to do. I, you know, you're not my daddy, you know, that whole thing. And that's because I didn't, I, I again, here we are. I, I don't have, I accepted Christ, but I don't have that relationship. So there's that difference, you know, you can get saved and you can ask them in your heart, but then you have to start getting active and start developing that relationship. And that's what was missing was the relationship. And so needless to say, he and I, I said, okay, so we ended up finding a church and um, we started going together and there was some, some, some inner stuff started, you know, God started, I could tell God started working on my heart because there were some things that I needed to change. Like I didn't drink a lot. I didn't do, you know, smoke and do those things, but my mouth was awful. You know, every other word was the F bomb, you know? And I mean, I have kids and I just like in a heartbeat, just be like, what? Blah, 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 blah. (laughs) He's like, oh my God. So it was all bad. It was just all bad. So at that point I was just like, okay, Lord, you know what? If God, if you real, I'm just going to pray this simple prayer. I'm just going to be like, okay, God, you need to change my mouth then. You need to change the way I talk. You need to change the way I speak. And I would just, it was a simple prayer. It was as simple as that. And I prayed that prayer every day. Rico, when I tell you I was faithful with that prayer, it was because I knew, I think deep down inside, the Holy Spirit was prompting me like, you know better. And you, this is not okay, but I'm going to, you know, I'm going to gently work on you. I'm not going to do it all at once, but it's coming. And so after a while, after continuously praying that prayer, praying that prayer, praying that prayer, I started noticing a change in my talk. I could have conversations and not even worry about the F-bomb coming out. And I was like, oh, what? Oh, okay. All right. 
you know what I mean? And so, you know, I could hold conversations and not worry about, you know, am I going to say the right thing? Just be self, you know? And so then I was like, okay. And so, um, but I still had all this other, this inner turmoil going on. There was just so much going on. It's, I still had all this other stuff going on. So I remember when we were at this church, um, there was a thing about forgiveness. And so I was like, yeah, right. I can't forgive anybody. I can't do this. I, I just, you know, I'm hurt too deeply because um, what I didn't share back when I was younger, the same person, um, the, the one that raised, that helped my mom raise me, he sexually molested me when I was younger up until I left the house, you know. And so that's where all the, you know, running away. And, and my mom, you know, she, she, I think she knew, but she didn't know. You get me? I think it was one of those things. And so um, I was like, how can I forget? And, this, and he, he died. He died before my mom did. And so I was like, how am I supposed to forgive? So if I'm supposed to truly forgive, how am I supposed to forgive someone that's already gone? You know what I mean? He's dead. What, what? And so the pastor at the time at the church that I was at kind of walked, me, walked us through some stuff. And when I made that declaration, that's when something in me just kind of started. That was like that first aha moment. And that was my first step of forgiveness. So not for him, but for me, so that I could start walking into what God wanted for me and what he has for me. And then start, and then, you know, progressively. So we're going, so I'm going on and I'm going on. And as God just started taking these things saying, hey, now I want to deal with this over here because it wasn't like an all at once transformation. You know, sometimes we know people do have those immediate transformations and sometimes it takes others a little longer. And I think because I don't think I know that God knew those areas were so fragile and they were so tender that he dealt with them one by one, each one by one. And he knew what needed, what part needed to be dealt with and taken care of at what moment in my life. And it did, it just happened. There were some things I needed to, and I hadn't even told my husband, we had been married already like four or five years, but we had already, we've known each other longer than that. And I had never told him about all that had went on, you know? Yeah. And so we, you know, we started doing some ministry things and we were, you know, going to conferences and everything. And I remember this particular moment, you know, I just felt the Lord, I just felt the Holy Spirit just kept saying, you need to tell him, you need to tell him, you need to tell him. And I was like, no, you know, you have, you have those conversations in your inner voice, you know? No, I can't. It's like, no, you need to tell him, you need to tell him. And I was like, why, why, you know? because you need your freedom. You need your freedom. And it was like, okay, I have something to tell you. And he's like, uh-oh. You know, no man wants to hear that from the We need to talk. <laughs> and um, so when I did, you know, I said, hey, you know, I just need to share some things with you and get some things out on the table, you know, and this is what the Lord is, I need to do this. This is what the Lord's telling me to do. And so he was like, okay. And so when I shared it with him, he was like, what? You know, and I was like, yeah, not in a judgment way, but in the way to say, wow, how do you hold it all together on the outside and on the inside, you're so broken. And that's where a lot of us, you know, we can look together on the outside and we can even try to minister to other people and we can be really broken on the inside. And that's where I was. And I, you know, and at that point when I, when that, I made that confession to him, it was like, I literally could feel like a, time was just lifted like I felt 
something completely different. And so as I went on, I would, um, as I went on in ministry and I just started, you know, developing the relationship, that was the beginning of my relationship in, in, with the Lord and him and I just getting closer. And each time I could just feel a little bit more, he was like, you know, you're, I couldn't relate to him as my father or Lord over my life because of my physical lack of a father. So I could never have, and that's what hindered my relationship with him. And so there you go. I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, people would say, pray to your father. I'm like, no, no. How could I know? You know, not even. So in my my situation, it was like, everybody say God is a loving father. He's there for you and care for you. My view of a father here was that daddies leave you. They don't, they're not around. They don't be there. And like, you hear about Santa Claus as a kid. You find out Santa Claus is fake. So then yeah. a lot of the attributes of Santa Claus is in God. And so I'm like, well, right. if God is real, he's just like any other daddy who's just not there. And that's how exactly. my view was for a long time. See, see, and and so many of us, and I and I learned that, you know, through through my, you know, through my healing and my coming into relationship with God, that that's what happens. We relate to God the way we, you know, how our physical either, and it's also for mothers, not only for fathers, but for mothers as well, you know, that we can relate to him the way our, you know, the way we didn't have or how it was with our physical here. And he had to, I mean, he had to work on me and that and was like, baby, no, because no, I would never, ever, ever, you know, do the things or wish harm on you. I want nothing but good for you. You are my baby, you know, and I've heard that so many times. Like, you are my baby. I love you, you know. And after a while, it was like, yes, yeah, I know who my daddy is, you know. Mm-hmm. And so has it always been easy? No, it has been, of course, you know. But, you know, I get hit and it takes a lot of prayer because sometimes I can go to those places where, you know, if I let the enemy spew those darts that says I'm not good enough because I get, you know, that's the thing that the enemy will always try because he, that's a weak spot. But then I'm like, no, no, that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made because of who I am in Christ and Christ yeah. is in me. Right. Yeah. And so I have to always go there. I have to always counteract that. And it's OK. You know, I've gotten to the place now where I say, you know what? It's OK. I, I'll tell people in a minute. Yeah, I'm in my head. I can get in my head. I'm headed for a place. But I know God's got me. My daddy got me. He got me. He's going to take care of me. You know, so whew, thank goodness for that one. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. so I just um, so that one hits home for me because through the years and the development of my relationship with God, he has always shown me how great I am. And I do praise him. Uh, You know, like you said in the beginning, we have to praise him. And I do because there's been stuff, you know, I've put myself in bad situations in my adulthood because, you know, of my past and the things that I went through. I was promiscuous. I was just I was reckless. I was, you know, I, I smoked a lot. I drank a lot. I did stuff that I, you know, just not even not caring, not caring for myself, but having a God looking at me going, it's okay. I got her and I'm going to take her from this place. She don't even know it yet. She don't even have a clue. (laughs) You know, he's sitting on his throne going, she doesn't even have a clue right now. She has no idea what's going to happen to her. You know, she doesn't see it. She's not, you know, but it's okay. She's going to be all right. And so I, you know, I look back at my life and I go, wow. Yeah. 
you know. And so I'm thankful I have, you know, two daughters that, you know, came out of out of relationships. Um, you know, one I've had to, you know, kind of extend that forgiveness to quite often because I again, like I said, I was reckless in those situations and not thinking about other people, you know, my actions, how it affects them, just, you know, it was all about me, 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 me kind of deal. And just wrong on all levels, just just absolutely wrong. And so now, you know, we say our testimonies are supposed to be so that, you know, other people can hear it, other people can share it, and other people can see, like, where we've come from. I always, I, I can't let that part of me go. Like, I may not always share it all the time, you know, and that's something I've been asking the Lord for for a while now. Like, you know, it's been a long time since I shared my testimony, yeah. <laughs> you know, because when we first come into Christ, we're always like, yes, yes. OK, let me tell you, let me tell you. And then it seems like we get to a point where all of a sudden now it's like, oh, you know, uh, people don't really need to hear that, you know. And so I'm like, OK, Lord, you know, do we need to? But I always it's always there. I haven't forgotten it. You can't forget it. Oh, no, no, you can't forget and- and I think it's really important too to be transparent with that because of and, and like we were talking about with pastors and and, and God thank God for pastors because mm-hmm. it's a it's a yeah. thankless job right but a lot of times you'll go to church and you'll see the pastor and, and he got his stuff going on too but the people in the church especially if you're a new believer or you new to church you look mm-hmm. at the, you hold it to a higher standard and you look at the pastor as if he got it together because you just assuming that they have it together right and so i think it's important and also too a pastor can't really tell his congregation all the stuff he's going through because it's just 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 so the role he holds so i think it's important for other people to be very other christians to be very transparent with their testimony to let people know that hey listen i didn't always have it together matter of fact i still yeah. don't have it together i still don't have it together <laughs> and, and, and and so guess what if i got through it you can get through it too too Ali, man, I, I really enjoyed this conversation. Is there anything you want to share? Uh, especially, especially, let's say, uh, what would you say to girls right now who've been through something you went through or just got low self-esteem? You know, I got family members who who mm-hmm. who has low self-esteem. And so right. in the spirit of this scripture and, and, and you coming on the other side of that, what's a final yeah. message you would give to somebody who don't feel like they're wonderfully made? I think the biggest thing is to um, first get with somebody that's going to speak life to you because that's 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 an important key because when you have those that will speak life to you, pray over you, pray with you, there there's power there because when we're weak, you, okay, let me get it right. When we're weak and we don't know what to pray, there's somebody else there that can pray over us and says, you know, to break that, to, to start breaking that, that spirit because low self-esteem and, and the identity of Christ, that, that twistedness, it's a lot. And it would take it. We can't do it on our own. So we need praying people around us. Even if it's, if it's one godly person, that's all you need. You know, that's all you need. And then start getting into the word of God and seeing and, and 
start reading what God says about our identity in him. Start praying those scriptures over yourself. Start, you know, anytime the enemy tries to creep in and, and give you those words that says you're not worthy. Yes, I am worthy because God is in me. He that is in me is greater than he that is in the world. You know, you have to start, you know, I rebuke the fiery darts of the enemy. I'm putting on the full armor of God and it takes work. It take, it, cut, it gets easier. As you do it more and more, it's like exercise. You know, you look like you work out, you, you, there's, you know, it took time. It takes time and it, it takes dedication. But first and foremost, get with, you know, if you're not connected to a church, get connected. Get connected to maybe a small group. You know, just get connected somewhere where people are going because there is life and death is in the power of the tongue. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. And we need, we already here in death. Death is in the mind already, you know, mm -hmm. because of that low self-esteem and that I'm not good enough. I'm never going to make it. Um, so you got to, you know, you got to start start rebuking that. You got to start cutting those things off and just, you know, get with people that are going to pray over you, pray with you, support you, you know, Hey, I'm not feeling that great today. I'm hearing, you know, this voice, you know, well, then they can come back with scripture and they can say, no, this is what God says about you, you know? And so that's what I would encourage. That's what I would definitely. And, and, and I'm speaking from experience because that that's what, worked for me. You know, I had to stay in the word. I had to get connected. I was in small groups. I had people praying for me. I went to, you know, I can't tell you countless of, you know, encounter weekends, you know, seeking the Lord one-on-one. -on -one. God, I don't want to feel like this anymore. And just allowing and being submissive and being okay with being vulnerable. Yeah. God's not going to hurt you anymore. God's not, well, God didn't hurt you anyway, but he's not going to allow you to hurt anymore. Once you say yes to him, He's not going to allow it to hurt anymore. And he wants to heal that, you know, that hole, because we, that's what happens when we have low self-esteem. We replace that hole with other things of the world and we need to replace it with, you know, the word of God. God. All right, everybody. I really do hope y'all found value in the episode today. My conversation with Allie was amazing. Uh, I just really like how transparent she was with her testimony. And I, I really hope that it, it does encourage somebody to know that you are wonderfully made, that God did not make a mistake with you, that God does love you. And whatever weakness you have, take it to God. And he will gladly step in and help you be strong because he gets the glory. And when he gets the glory, people get saved. And the more people that get saved, the less people that have to spend eternity away from his presence. So until next time, be a blessing and share your testimony. testimony. Thanks again for joining us on the Blessimony podcast. Make sure to visit our website, blessimony.com, or download the Blessimony app, where you can continue the conversation from this podcast by sharing your thoughts and testimonies on the scripture. You can fellowship with other Christians or check out the Blessimony blog. Oh, and I almost forgot, if you found any value in this show, we'd appreciate our ratings on iTunes, Spotify, or on the platform you use to listen to the show. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about us, that would be a huge blessing. Until next time, peace, peace.